Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This morning, five children killed, another four in hospital after a freight jumping castle accident in Tasmania. Testing clinics brace for a Christmas rush as New South Wales records its highest daily case number since the pandemic began. Daniel Andrews isolating the Victorian Premier deemed a close contact of a positive case. Queensland paramedics forced to wait 12 years to transfer patients. The alarming new report on ramping. And no Pat Cummins, no worries. Australia on top, heading into day two. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. A fifth child has now been confirmed dead following a horror jumping castle tragedy in Tasmania. Four others remain in hospital, three of them critically injured, after wind picked up the inflatable at a school fete. What was supposed to be a fun final day of term quickly descended into panic. Next minute I looked over to the school grounds and then I saw part of the jumping castle flying up in the air. Year five and six students on a jumping castle and zorb balls carried into the air by a gust of wind, part of the castle becoming tangled in a tree. It appears they may have fallen from a height of approximately 10 metres. As news spread, desperate parents raced to the gates of Devonport's Hillcrest Primary. Some relieved to be reunited with their children, others weren't so lucky. Zane Gardam and Addison Stewart, just two of those taken far too soon. It's a pretty tight-knit school and tight-knit community down here and, yeah, it's, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. Again? Yeah, never again. Just unthinkably heartbreaking. A horrific accident, a freak accident, that will leave families completely devastated. So too the teachers and young classmates who saw it all unfold, as well as first responders overwhelmed by grief. As the investigation gets underway, a key question will be how the jumping castle was anchored down. People are still grieving. Uh, we're still at the, uh, at the scene uh, investigating those matters. Jacinta Lee, 7 News. Overrun COVID testing clinics are preparing for a major Christmas rush with people wanting peace of mind before holiday gatherings. The health system is already stretched. New South Wales hospitals have been placed back onto red alert in anticipation of rising COVID admissions. It comes as the state government switches its focus from cases to admissions when it comes to imposing restrictions. The last thing anyone wants to see is going back into lockdown. Uh, that's not what we're going to do. 
Meantime, the government is moving to make vaccination compulsory for a wider range of health workers. All doctors, nurses, pharmacists, speech pathologists, dietitians and naturopaths and their support staff will have to be fully vaccinated by the end of January. There's another Omicron super-spreading event in New South Wales. 600 people are in isolation after attending the Taylor Swift Red Party at Sydney's Metro Theatre. Around 100 people have already tested positive from that event. Further north, the man dubbed Omicron Patient Zero has been fined $10,000 for bringing the infection from Sydney to Newcastle. A second man has been fined $5,000 for breaching isolation rules in the Hunter. Queenslanders could be back wearing masks by Christmas as cases slowly tick higher. The state's health minister has urged people to wear masks if they're in crowded places as businesses return to full capacity today. Business owners are bracing for backlash to the new vaccine mandate, which came into effect at midnight. They're urged to call police if any confrontations turn violent. Meantime, an alarming new report has found Queensland paramedics spent a total of more than 12 years or 112,000 hours waiting for hospital access this year. The rise in so-called ramping was largely, largely due to COVID protocols and emergency rooms being at capacity, patients unable to be transferred into beds. That's an increase of 76% on the last financial year. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews is isolating after being pinged as a close contact of a COVID case. He and his wife were celebrating a friend's 50th birthday at Melbourne's Elwood Bathers on Saturday, which has now been deemed an exposure site. The Premier has been tested and he is awaiting the results. Meantime, Victoria has recorded seven new Omicron cases linked to two nightclubs. Prime Minister Scott Morrison is taking a multi-billion dollar war chest into the next election as Treasury predicts a record jobs boom and economic growth. Let's go live to political reporter Taylor Aiken. Good morning, Taylor. As lockdowns end, the economic outlook is positive. It is, Jody. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg confident the worst of the economic despair is well and truly behind us. In the mid-year economic update showing a sustained fall in the unemployment rate as states recover from prolonged lockdowns with a better than expected economic growth recovery also helping the budget deficit. But it's not all good news. Despite an extra $106 billion being added to the budget bottom line, combined deficits over the next four years are expected to leave the budget just $2.3 billion better off. But Treasurer Josh Frydenberg says Australia is among the best nations in the world when it comes to health and economic outcomes. No country is better placed to face the challenges presented by the pandemic and Australians can look to next year with hope, optimism and confidence. The budget papers are showing a $16 billion election war chest. The government says some of that money is for vaccines, but refuses to say how much. Jody. OK, Taylor Aiken, thank you. Sydney's troubled inner west light rail could be back on track as soon as February. Passengers will no longer be forced to use replacement buses after testing confirmed different sized trams from other lines could be used on the inner west one. Limited services will return to part of the route in February. The original fleet, found to have cracks, remains sidelined. 
An Adelaide mother has spoken out about her newborn baby's heartbreaking battle with meningococcal disease. Little Sophie had been suffering from bronchiolitis and was rushed to hospital when her condition deteriorated. If it wasn't for a doctor who noticed a tiny pink dot on her leg, she may not have survived. She spent two days in an induced coma. Saved her life because if we would have gone home, she would have died for sure. When they told me she was put into that coma, they told me that she could hear me. My little four-month-old daughter didn't look like my child. She's my little miracle. What she went through was a nightmare. There have been 11 cases of meningococcal this year. Millions of people at risk of going blind later in life could be saved by science. In a world first, a team of Sydney-based researchers has developed the technology to manufacture corneas for human transplant. Normally, a human cornea donation is required for patient transplant, but there aren't enough to meet global demand. Scientists are hoping to change that, starting animal trials of their bioengineered eye tissue before they seek TGA approval. War medals stolen from a Sydney home decades ago have now been found following a nationwide search. Chief Petty Officer George Lawrence Cutts served in the Navy for 22 years, but his prized possessions were snatched in 1982. Police renewed their search earlier this year and tracked them down nearly 4,000 kilometres away in Perth. They've now been handed back to George's family. Earlier this week, we brought you the story of a Sydney boy who racked up an astonishing gelato bill on his father's food delivery account. But instead of ending up in trouble, the boy's been rewarded for the order, which was dished out to some of his dad's deserving colleagues. A small boy who gave his parents a very big, sweet surprise. Chris King tried to occupy son Christian with a children's show on his mobile phone when the four-year-old decided to seize his moment and shop up a storm on Uber Eats. Had a look at the total and we were 1,200 deep. 10 litres of Messina gelato, 9 litres of milk, 20 jars of chocolate spread, even several ice cream cakes. And he even personalised the cakes with happy birthday. Chris discovering Christian's sugary spend-up when a delivery driver called. He'd arrived at his workplace, a local fire station, to drop off the delicious haul. Both fridges were full, so there was heaps. I think when I first found out, I had steam coming through my ears. Incidents like this are extremely rare. When they do happen from time to time, we have a specialist team that, that deals with them. The disastrous delivery quickly became a delight for the firefighters here at Newtown Station, who, alongside the King's family and friends got to enjoy a share of Christian's ice cream splurge. We're all prepared for anything, even to eat ice cream. The four-year-old has now been honoured for his sneaky spending with Messina's newest Jersey cow named in his honour. Christian will technically be part of the taste of Messina that he loves so much. But needless to say, Christian isn't allowed to use his parents' phones anytime soon. Amber Laidler, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading 82 points higher, the Nasdaq down more than 300 points. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX also gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 606 points in the green, Hong Kong's Hang Seng also up. Our market slumped yesterday, the All Lords down 18 and the ASX 200 closing 31 points in the red. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,798 US dollars an ounce, oil 72 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 71.82 US cents, 81.61 Japanese yen and $1.05 New Zealand. 
The Queen has cancelled her traditional pre-Christmas lunch for extended family as Omicron cases surge in the UK. The event was set to take place next Tuesday at Windsor Castle, with 50 guests expected, including Prince Charles and Camilla. But the Queen scrapped the lunch as a precautionary measure to avoid putting her family's festive plans at risk. It's the second year the event has been cancelled. France has also responded to the rising number of COVID cases in the UK, tightening restrictions on travel from Britain. From tomorrow, travellers will need an essential reason to enter France, even if they're fully vaccinated. The UK recorded 78,000 COVID cases on Wednesday, the highest since the pandemic began. Close to 100,000 people have fled their homes in the Philippines as the second most powerful typhoon to ever strike the nation made landfall. The Category 5 storm hit the country's south yesterday, packing winds of up to 195 kilometres an hour. Floodwaters have reached chest height in some areas, but no deaths have been reported at this stage. Less than a week after tornadoes wreaked havoc, the US is being lashed by rain and powerful winds with 80 million people now on alert. Let's go live to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. A person has been killed in these storms. That's right, Jody. Good morning. This truck driver was killed when these strong winds toppled his vehicle in Iowa. Severe storms lashing the Midwest overnight with reports of some 21 tornadoes hitting overnight. Uh, not just tornadoes too. We have seen uh, stunning pictures of these dust storms, these strong winds that have whipped up the dust over Colorado and Kansas too, uh, causing wildfires. Now, uh, this low-pressure system is expected to move further north and reach Canada sometime today. Of course, all of this coming after these deadly tornadoes ripped through the Midwest just over the weekend, killing over 80 people. Uh, very unusual at this time of the year. Normally, we see these tornadoes hitting the US in the spring. Uh, in fact, it's the first time they've ever seen a tornado in the state of Minnesota in December. So very unusual uh, weather patterns happening here in the US right now now, Jody. Very strange. Okay, thanks, Ash. The Perseverance rover on Mars has made an amazing discovery. Its latest findings suggest lava once flowed at the site of an ancient lake on the Red Planet. Mission scientists have called the revelation completely unexpected. The rover is set to collect around 40 rock samples, which will be sent back to Earth for further analysis. Bruce Springsteen has reportedly sold his entire music catalogue for a whopping 500 million US dollars. The deal gives Sony ownership of his 20 studio albums, including classics like Born to Run and The River. It dwarfs the reported 300 million dollars paid to Bob Dylan for his songwriting catalogue. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay. 
In sport, the Australian cricket team expect to have more COVID dramas throughout the summer after skipper Pat Cummins was ruled out of the second Ashes test. Biosecurity bubbles are extremely strict, but the country's current outbreaks make escaping it impossible. You can't help what happened with Paddy. Um, it's inevitable, isn't it, in today's um, society? It probably won't be the first, it won't be the last. Um, it probably happened throughout the summer to someone, maybe to, to all of us. Marnus Labuschagne and Steve Smith will return to the crease today at two for 221. Mercedes F1 boss Toto Wolff cannot guarantee star racer Lewis Hamilton will return to the sport after the controversial Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. A ruling on the final lap gave rival Max Verstappen an advantage and the entire Mercedes team are still struggling to process the events. I think as a racer, his heart will say I need to continue because he's at the peak of his game, but we have to overcome the, the pain um, that was caused upon him on Sunday. Wolf and Hamilton have both shunned motorsport governing body FIA's prize-giving ceremony in protest of the race. Formula One on Water makes an appearance in Sydney Harbour today for the penultimate round of the Sail GP. These $8.3 million boats will scorch through Sydney as Team Australia look to consolidate their lead ahead of the final round next March. These boats go up to 100 kilometres an hour and if they do crash, um, you know, you can hurt yourself. The course goes around the harbour starting at midday today. An album made up entirely of bird tweets and squawks has made history, soaring to the top five in the ARIA charts. Titled Songs of Disappearance, the album features tracks from 53 Australian bird species which are on the brink of extinction. The album has flown past ABBA, Michael Bublé and Mariah Carey on the ARIA Albums chart. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, cloud over the northern tropics, Queensland and northeastern New South Wales is producing showers and storms, some intense. Patchy clouds spreading over southwestern WA with a front introducing showers. Clear skies elsewhere with high pressure. Around the capitals today, Brisbane heading for a top of 29 degrees with a shower or two. Sydney heading for 25, partly cloudy. Canberra a top of 27 and mostly sunny. Melbourne sunny heading for 31, Hobart sunny and 22. Adelaide mostly sunny, a top of 37 degrees. Perth 23 with possible morning showers and Darwin 34 with a shower or two. And that's 7 Early News for this Friday the 17th of December 2021.